All right, so I'm sitting here with Arlene McCullough, Vice President of Accounting. Do you have time to speak with me today? No. All right, thanks, maybe next time. All right, welcome to The Daily Deal, Vision's misnamed weekly podcast. I'm Kayla Tuttle. Uh, regional revenue manager, and with us as always is the, our co-host Tiffany Lewis. Yeah, I'm the regional director of sales for Region Two. Yay! Thank you. I like how we had the awkward pause. Hello. Because we didn't have face to face. I know. I know. There is a. We normally do this face to face, but this week we're on the phone doing it together, and so it is definitely different when we're not together. Um, I don't know if I like it yet. We'll figure it out. It might take a couple times, but yeah. So awkward pauses, talking over each other. Uh, it's going to be good times. It'd be great. Um, would you like to, to introduce our topic of, to the, of the day? Since yes, I can introduce our topic. Um, I don't remember the name of the topic. <laughs> I think we're going to say know what you're good at. <laughs> That's not it. Apparently listening. Um, know what you're good at. Know what you're bad at. So yeah. I would say that this is one of my favorite topics. I love talking about people's strengths. I think people should work within what they're good at. Um, it's just something I think makes your whole life easier. So I'm super excited to talk about this today. Yeah, this is one of my driving things. Like, I get excited about this maybe more than anything else. Uh, I get excited hands. I start looking like a boxing nun because my hands get close to my face and I start talking excitedly. Um, it's it's great. It, it's it's one of those focusing on the things that you're good at and trying to, you know, you have to manage the stuff that you're bad at. But just trying to stay in your lane and stay in your strengths helps in so many ways because you just end up staying yeah. more positive. You end up staying like happier um, because you're doing things you're good at. It's hard to, there's some things that I'm good at that I don't love, but there aren't a lot of things like there's nothing I'm good at that I dislike. Yes. I would agree with that. I would agree. I mean, so, I mean, it's just that was yeah. a really long <laughs> <laughs> I was just listening so intently to you. Um, so you need to edit that little piece out. Um, <laughs> I would say when I, <laughs> I would say that when I look at the people I work with and when we have put them in a position to work within what they're really good at, they really excel. I can easily see when we've given someone a task to do or part of their, the majority of their job is something that they're really challenged with. I would say it shows. Not because they're not trying. The effort may be there, but if you, if so, if someone put me in a job in accounting, math is not my strength. I would struggle. I mean, everyone knows. It's something we all talk about, but math is not my strength. And so that would be really hard for me. I could do it because I would work really hard at doing it, but it would weigh me down and make me really unhappy as a person every day because it would, it would take 10 times the effort 
for me to get the job done than you telling me to go make sales calls. Yeah, that was or where. Or Yep, exactly. That was where um, when you're in a role that you don't enjoy or is, isn't necessarily in your strengths, you spend every spare moment looking for a different job um, <laughs> because right. it's just right. not, it doesn't, it doesn't spark your interest. And that's not to say I'm not a huge believer in um, like work being happiness as much as work being satisfaction. And there's just like a subtle difference between those two, but it's Anyway, like I get satisfaction from my work, like knowing that I've done a good job, but every day isn't always like, all right, that was amazing. That was the best thing I've ever done. But even like on a end of a hard day, you're like, I like I knocked it out and we're in a good spot. So when you're working outside of your strengths, though, then that's where the satisfaction is even less because you have to work so much harder to get to the same like level of production as you would if you're working in your strength where you can kind of, you know, it's in your wheelhouse. Like you can do this, these things uh, pretty easily. Right. So that's, right. I guess the, the tougher question, and this is the part that was historically difficult for me, but how did you find your strength? Mm, that's so good because I feel like I really know myself now. And um, I did read the book, the Strength Finder book and take the test. Because, um, so there's a book out there for those of you who don't know, there's a Strength Finder book, and I they have a test that's attached to it when you buy the book, and I took it, and for me, and I did that a long time ago, um, probably early in my career, I think it really helped me because it put into words things that maybe I didn't quite know how to put into words. And it really related to me. And then when I worked, I worked within a, a team I was worked with as a regional with Hilton. And we had a team and I, Terry Dom was on that team, who's our VP of revenue optimization. And we really understood each other's strengths. So as a team, we took the strength finder test and we understood each other. And so they helped me also understand my strengths because they would give me tasks or I would, we would move things around based on each other's strengths. And I think that really helped me. So I would say reading about strengths, there's tons of different things out there like that. Um, I think really helped me figure out, oh, this is why I'm good at this. And this is why I like this. And this is why maybe that's not one of my strengths and understanding why um, I don't work as hard on that something that's challenging for me and why I work a lot harder at those strengths to keep building those. Right. Yeah. And that's the strengths finder thing was, I, I, I liked that one as well. Uh, I also liked it because during the analysis portion, it also points out, it, it's points out some of the drawbacks to each strength because you might be good mm -hmm. at this, but it also is going to yep. be like, Hey, watch out for this dumb, dumb. This is going to be a blind spot for you. Right. Because that's, I mean, I try not to call myself names like Dum Dum. Oh, your internal monologue doesn't insult you constantly. No, that would be nope. so. That would be so refreshing. That. Yeah, huh? Like <laughs> everyone works really hard at that. When you hear a negative thing, turn it to a positive. Huh? You can keep going now, but that's my little PSA for the day. I'll I'll work on that. That might be helpful. Okay. Um, yeah, it would be. Future life. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it's like, uh, but this is also where, 
um, sometimes when you're operating not in your strength, um, depending on like your career path, but it's kind of like a gateway. Like this is the lesson you have to learn at this position. And it might not be, sometimes it's a really tough lesson and it's a lesson that's outside of your strengths. But if you can plow through that, then, you know, you don't have to necessarily do that going forward. But especially if you're, you know, front office manager, AGM, um, sales coordinator, sometimes you'll have a task on your plate that isn't necessarily in your strength, but you have to get sharp enough on that so you can teach someone else how to do it and you know how to look for the problems in that area. And it's just kind of a gate. And you have to, or, you know, video game, it's like, it's a tough level. You have to beat that level. You don't have to beat it over and over again, but you still have to like conquer that. So it's knowing what, what you're strong at and knowing what you're weak at, but also knowing that sometimes you have to stay in that weak area for a year or two um, until you get to the other side of it. Yes. I always think too, like, if you know something is not like, if you have all these tasks and you're someone that can um, can delegate, like you figure out, like knowing what your team's strength is, I think is really important because, you know, if someone is really good, let's say you're not great at organizing, but someone on your team loves the organization piece. They love to file and they love to like make, you know, get an office organized using them to do that. Um, actually, gives them some like they love it like if right. you said me to me can you organize my office i would be like I, yes i would love that <laughs> like it's literally something that makes me happy and but being able to utilize the people around you by using their strengths again again goes back to delegating which we talked about on another podcast but but not delegating the sense of like throwing your task off but like man if that person is really good at that we should utilize that. And I talk about that in our sales teams a lot because maybe you think because you're the director of sales, you need to have the top five accounts on your plate. But maybe that one particular account, someone's already an expert at. So maybe right. you don't need to have that on your plate. Maybe that person is really understanding government business. And so they really need to, to take that on. And I don't know if that's a great example, but I just think that when when you're working with a team, utilizing their strengths, and there there is always going to be something on your plate that you're not awesome at, right? right. I mean, I still math again is not my strength, but I still have to do it in my job, and I do it well because I I know um, I know that I need to someone to check my work sometimes or whatever. So I I know that I do it, and then I have someone look over it to make sure I did all my formulas correctly and it's all in the right order. So I think you can use your, you have things that are on your plate that are not your strength, but there's people around you that can check you and help you and help you sharpen that. Yeah. And that's, I a hundred percent agree with that. Um, and that's where I think that it's also task mastery just generally and understanding like what piece has to go where is another kind of like mm -hmm. knowing the fullness of your job. And sometimes you, sometimes before you can delegate those things out, you kind of have to master them. Um, but at the same time, if it's not your strength, get mastery as quickly as you can so that you can then delegate it. You know, somebody on your team is going to be able to complete that task and enjoy right. it. Um, or, and there is a difference between a strength and not like something that's not your strength, like a task that you feel like is 
not your strength, but yet there are things that are on your plate that are your strength that you just don't like. Right. Like, and that's okay too. Like those are, that doesn't mean you're not good at it. It just means sometimes you don't enjoy that. I don't love to telemarket. Don't tell anyone, but as a salesperson, it's not my favorite thing. (laughs) It's not my thing. I love sales calls, right? But I know to get to the thing that I'm really good at a sales call, I have to do the telemarketing piece and I'm fine at it. Just not my favorite thing. Seems tedious some days. So anyway, that's, I think the difference too. Yeah. It's the, it's the planting the seeds before you get the, the harvest. And planting seeds and weeding right. is not fun, but you know, eating stuff is. Yeah, <laughs> we like to eat. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I'm here with Jeff Mockel, and we are going to do a Mockel Minute where Jeff Mockel is given 60 seconds to tell us what is on his mind, just off the top of his head. What is the thing that is annoying you and driving you crazy from field, home office, anything? Go. That's like 60 seconds that can basically like cost my career. Because if you really want to know what I'm actually thinking, I can't really speak most of it outside, at least especially on a, a podcast. But Okay, you have a hashtag, don't get fired. Right. Hashtag, Set, hashtag, hashtag like, don't get yeah, fired. Don't. But within the don't get fired lane, which I mean should still be pretty wide. Right. I mean, we heard you at conference. Yeah, none of that got you fired. That's a fine line because yes, everybody always says like, "Wow, you're always just on that brink of the fine line of basically doing something really stupid that's gonna get you, get you, get you fired." You know. So yeah, from the field, a minute. What thing? What thing can people in your region stop doing? That would too. I read it. Like you know, if you're gonna leave me a message, like tell me what you want. You know, there's nothing but worse than like just like just say, "Can you call me?" I mean, I can call you, you know, but, you know, maybe I don't want to. So if you at least let me know what it is that you want, like, hey, uh, you know, I mean, I I found a dead guy or, you know, hey, uh, it's so-and-so, call me, Um, you know. It's 2019. If you're taking the time to leave a voicemail, maybe put some description in the voicemail so it's not a cold call. A little bit would be, like, really helpful. Okay. Because, yeah, I mean, I do kind of think of myself a little bit busy. So I try to prioritize myself. So if it's just call me, you know, I don't no idea if you just want to maybe do lunch or, you know, give me a compliment <laughs> or, you know, again, you, you, you know, how many calls do you get where people are just like, Hey, let's have lunch or Hey, Jeff Mockle, I love you. You're my favorite boss ever. I never got one yet. Okay. So, but that's just wishful thinking. Yeah. For the Mockle minute as a, as a closer, if you're leaving a message, Put some content in that message. Because it's and, not really, is it really a message if you don't really give a message? And also, sometimes maybe just call and say, hey, Jeff, I love you. You're a great boss. All right. Bye. I, I love you when you woo. Because <laughs> you don't always woo, but I love it when you do. <laughs> Also, don't put that on the podcast because it'll sound not very nice. But um, (laughs) but you don't woo naturally, and I like it when you do. Yeah, well, it's you have to try and get enthusiasm out of me, so that's the best as it gets. That's peak enthusiasm. No, I love it. (laughs) No, I love it. It's my favorite thing. People who don't know you, they won't know that, but 
um, it's my favorite that you when you woo. All right. That's... So I just I just want you to know. Thanks. So. I appreciate it. All right. Well, have a <laughs> <laughs> All right. Have a super awesome day. Thank you.